Welcome to On The Record, episode 245. Today we sit down with special guest M10. Music, life, and you, style. Art. Listen, you, music, life, you, and you, style. Art. Listening to On The Record. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, thank you for having me. You're in your hometown during your city's best weather at a local food joint and music starts to play. Chances are I'll be at Iguanas in downtown San Jose. That's on 3rd Street. Shout out to the Orozco family. Great people. In the background, there's a mix between regional Mexican and some top 40. Uh, but depending on who's at the cash register, they, they control the flow. Um, you might also hear some underground some high-energy stuff, some oldies, you know, it's, it's a mix. If your music or your sound were a color, what color would that be? Uh, a lot of earth tones. Organic sound. Yeah. That's pretty much where you're going, right? Exactly. Who would be in your squad of five, dead or alive? Dead or alive. To make music together. I actually uh, tweeted about this. It would be uh, Pharrell Williams, Robert Glasper. Uh, it would be Dr. Dre. I would love to have uh, like a Quincy Jones in there and uh, Alicia Keys just to add that uh, the, the element and the dynamic of a woman. Yeah. Name yeah, one instrument that best describes your sound right now. Fender Rhodes. I love a lot of warm uh, tones and also um, the resonance and the, and the decay of the Fender Rhodes just gives me like a, a cosmic vibe, you know? And, uh, I love existing in that space for sure. I just, you know, I just kind of lose track of time. Finding like a simple chord progression, I just play it back and forth for like hours, you know. Yo, less is more sometimes. Yeah, it is. You know? It is. It is. Who have been some of your creative inspirations in the realm of art expression? I kind of have a two-part answer because as I've progressed as a person and as an artist um, and kind of expanded my mental capacity of what art is and, mm -hmm. and the the art world is like there's different people that just uh have done amazing things that give me the motivation to one day be able to create with that same effect you know off top kanye west as a person you no know? doubt and yeah, uh, yeah. although like you know he gets a lot of flack and the media portrays him as whatever and and you know he also might do things that to some people are questionable you know the way that his actions might be or he carries himself but i really just try to try to understand um as a creative when you have the ability to manifest your ideas and get good at that um you start to exist in a world of possibilities most of the time people who don't live their lives like that are in the world of probability they'll hear your idea out and say that's probably possible or maybe you know but someone like Kanye West has been able to bring a lot of his ideas into fruition and he he operates, I feel like he operates from that space, from the space of how can we make it happen, you know what I mean? Or how can this come alive? And I think he does that anywhere from music to fashion to anything else he's he puts his hands into, you know? He knows how to incorporate pop culture. Right. He's broken so many barriers. Yeah that the barriers that he's broken were divisions put on by our own society. Yeah, where absolutely. Fashion, high-end fashion can't be part of urban, 
right. where where he successfully broke that wall down and mm. allowed people who may not be able to wear high fashion every single day be able to be a part of something that lives in that space and will give them that same feeling. Like this is yeah. a Yeezy piece. Now, how fundamental is music to your existence? It's everything to me, man. I function from a very, like my day-to-day all revolves around being able to stay creative or finding creative ways to be able to navigate through certain things in life, you know? And uh, my creativity is rooted and will forever be in music. Like if I didn't have music, I wouldn't be able to be creative in other aspects of my life, you know? Take us through that epiphany moment in which the significance of music in your life was presented. That moment when a fire was ignited in you to be a part of music. This memory will forever stay with me. When I was probably like five, six years old, East San Jose, like mid-90s. My mother and, and my brothers, we all shared the studio apartment. She had a movie made by this group, Los Bukis, um, where Marco Antonio Solis is from. They made a movie. I just remember sitting in front of the TV and just being obsessed over this video. Wow. Like, I would watch it over and over again. It would be like dramatized, and then it would be them playing a concert, and then back to the dramatization, them, them playing at the concert. So I was able to, like, I watched it so much that I knew, like, piece by piece what was going to happen. And when the concert parts would come on, I would strum along as, like, I felt like I was on stage with them, wow. you know, and, like, singing the song. And from there, like... That's the first time I was ever captivated by music, you know, because hours would go by and I would just I wouldn't even notice it. You know, I would just be so in tune with how the music was making me feel. You got lost in the sound. That, yeah. You know, I just wanted to stay there. Wow. Yeah, that was the beginning. of That was like my earliest recollection of physically interacting with music. Yeah. So, and it was with Spanish music. Hip hop came in like shortly after that because, you know, my older cousins and, and brother and I discovered uh, who Dr. Dre was, who Snoop Dogg was, who Tupac was. Um, even, like, listening to some very hardcore rap. Like, I was listening to, like, X-Rated and Brother Lynch when I was, like, wow. in sixth grade, you know what, what I mean? Which is, like, <laughs> like Andre Nicotina, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, just whatever my cousins were listening to, I would, like, get my hands on it, you know what I'm saying? I was just so fascinated. I know the content was graphic and heavy, but I was just fascinated by the fact that they could these very vivid stories and yeah. you would feel like you were like you were actually there witnessing the you know art I mean? of songwriting yeah and it they would feel like i would feel what they were saying yeah like i for some reason i always been able to um like when something comes across very genuine like i just it just connects with me have you ever pursued any music training any education in music uh, I, I mean, I was in school. I, I played in band. You know what I mean? I played saxophone for a few years okay. just because it was like it was the closest I could get to the music. You yeah. know what I mean? Right, at that right, point, right. because at home, you know, we don't we didn't really have much. So right. we, you know, to be able to tell my mom, like, hey, mom, I want to take music lessons. I would be like, we got to pay these bills. You know what I'm saying? We can't we can't do that. Right. So at school, I was able to um, get close to it in that form. That was pretty much it. Other than that, like. I've sat down with a few people here and there and, and some of some of the homies have like kind of helped me get started on a few things. But mostly it's just my own passion, learning as much as I can and, and just having conversations just like this, you know, with other folks who create and then just people who allow me to be part of their sessions or I come by and contribute to their sessions. Like I always try to take something away from that.
Thank you for joining us on this episode of On the Record, where we have special guest M10 in the studio. Yes, sir. We're talking everything music. I have a question about a song. First song I heard from you, it mm. was um, The Seed. <laughs> well, tell us about The Seed. Does it exist anymore? Yeah, it, uh, well, it's like the video is up on YouTube, but the song itself, I took it down from, from where I post most of my music. Uh, the Seed is actually the first song I ever wrote. It's just like when you listen to that song, it's just very raw thoughts and emotion being portrayed yeah. through that, you know? Yo, and, it's uh, it's a great song. I wasn't sure if I'd ever heard something like that. Yeah. Super, super conscious. I knew that if I was to start creating music, I wanted it to be as authentic and as real, as 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 honest as I would hear the other artists who influenced me to write, I wanted to be, I wanted to tap into that honesty, you know? And I would, I would just look silly if I was up there saying all kinds of wild stuff that really isn't the way I was living, you know? Yeah. 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 And a lot of it is out of respect for the people that I know that do live like that because it's, especially in hip hop, you know, it's, it's like a lot of the stuff is really amplified and a lot of these stories are not really what they claim to be, you know? Right. And, um, coming from that type of environment, like, I have, I've really seen people go through some stuff. I've seen people, you know, leave this earth. You know what I'm saying? So I, I would, I, I just, as a person, I wouldn't feel right. Um, you know, just fabricating stories just because it sounds cool. How much has Ray resurrection contributed to your sound? Uh, he's man. First off, like I, I'm in debt with gratitude to that guy. I met him through my, my homie, Alex. Um, Alex from the Nobodies, who shot my first video. He was the first one that I told him that I was making music, making hip hop music. Oh, okay. And Alex. He's, yeah, he was the first one to really like support and be like, "Yeah, let's do it," you know. And nice. he was he shot my first video. He took some of my first promo shots and all that stuff. Uh, but he introduced me to Ray, and then um, Ray, you know, invited me to his spot a couple times, and and I was just grateful to to be able to like vibe with him and be in the studio. He shot me some beats and I wrote to the songs and and he took a liking to what I was doing or or what my potential could be and then he kind of put me through the school from there you know yeah. he like helped me sharpen up helped me develop a sound helped me understand what that even means you know what I yeah. mean he definitely has an influence um, in how I've developed myself as a creative we've obviously worked on music together and he's he's helped produce a couple records too he will forever have a like there'll always be a uh something I picked up from him in everything that I do forever you know what I'm wow. saying so and that's that's because uh, you know he really was the first big bro or big homie to like take me under his wing and is willing to give me some of his knowledge he really understands the process you know what I'm saying and that's important if followers are not dollars yeah you know, and a lot of people get caught up on trying to mm -hmm. trying to get those views yeah. or trying to get those followers, right? You know, or get that traction, right? To right. Your music, you know, but it's very important to learn to educate yourself on what it is that the process is, right? You know what I'm saying? Oh, it, it's just everybody. There's no right way to do it. That's the thing, right. you know. Right. But there's there's definitely some common ground as far as um, understanding that you know you could you could rush a record and it's gonna sound exactly how the process went right. when you listen to a record it normally sounds exactly how the process went you there know you what go. i'm saying the los tracas um i originally met them through the brand okay um and that's how i became familiar with their music and their movement i didn't put my music 
in front of that you know i didn't say oh by the way i make music too and stuff right. like that or like hey uh texting my soundcloud like check it out yeah, you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. i try to keep those two worlds separate absolutely that's um, smart and that's and and it's mainly just because i don't want to be that guy you know i've came across a lot of people who are like that a lot who like try to try to finesse one thing for the other or try to leverage one thing for the other. You know right. what I'm saying? It just, it never, uh, you know, nothing good ever really comes out of that. It right. just, you kind of start looking funny style. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I try to stay as close to the path as possible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, you know, they would come by the house if they were playing in the area and I would just listen to music, but it wasn't never one of those things where I was trying to be like, yo, hit me with the feature, like try to finesse something right. from them. Right. You know, there was just always genuine love. And from there, um, you know, just these moments would happen where, hey, I'm in Oakland. All right, we'll come by the studio, you know. And there would be situations then where I was able to show them that I'm a musician also and that I make music also, you know. And they're really, like, pioneering a lane for Latin American artists, for sure. 1,000%. Yeah. So that's pretty dope. And you're doing the same thing. Yeah, man. No, nah, nah, thank you for that. I mean... And, and, you know, and it really just started off like that. Like, it started off, you know, as you grow older and you experience life, you start to um, expand your sense of understanding and you start to see that uh, you have a lot of power as a person. Yeah. You know, you have a lot of power that's, that um, sometimes you're blessed with, sometimes you step into, sometimes you develop it. But nevertheless, you have power of influence. Yeah. Um, and the person that is most vulnerable to that influence is yourself. How the world perceives you is how you give yourself to be perceived. You know right. what I'm saying? Absolutely. And um, I just, I'm learning that more and more. And I, I found that living like that brings me the most peace of mind at the end of the night. I know that I'm walking as close to the my what's meant for me as possible. You know what I mean? Name some challenges you have encountered in your pursuit of this journey. Um, a lot of it, um, that's a good question because it's just, uh, man, there's so many ways to answer that. But a lot of the earlier challenges was um, just under becoming familiar with the process, you know. And, you know, at first I was a, a big challenge to overcome, but, you know, that kind of starts to, you start to hone that in as you, as you make more music and, and, you know, sharpen your, yourself uh, as an artist. A lot of it, too, was identity, like finding identity and, how, and, and being able to identify, identify myself with the music that I was wanting to create. A lot of the artists that I was listening to at the time were, um, and still to this, to this day, is primarily an uh, African-American genre, mm -hmm. you know, uh, uh, at least uh, for what most people can see or associate yeah, it with. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we've had like Big Pun and people in the back end of stuff, producers and all that stuff that have contributed to hip hop. But the people that I was listening to and I was being influenced by, um, I could relate and identify to a certain extent. But being that myself and my brothers and my cousins are the first generation born here in the U.S., yeah. like that is already an obstacle ahead of that obstacle. You know what I I'm saying? I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. So, it's, you know, coming here and not learning how to speak English until I started going to school, like trying to become part of this Amer this American society, you know, there you just kinda try to navigate to get some footing. You know what I mean? Um, so that was that was the biggest obstacle at first growing up because you're so susceptible to influence without having that much guidance. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? 
you know, your your elders or your parents, they're just focused on one thing. I just go to work, come home, go to work, come home. They're not money. Yeah. Purpose. Yeah. They don't have the, the time, you know, like they did that. They're doing that for us to be able to go and like explore and find the, your yeah purpose. like explore what's going on yeah. you know what i'm saying You're right right and try to like bring that home somehow <laughs> you know so uh being an artist is definitely not one of the reasons i have in mind <laughs> or one of the ways i have in mind you know so that's an obstacle too because our in our culture in the mexican culture and i imagine in other cultures too like we pride ourselves in hard work we pride ourselves yeah. in like providing yeah. and sacrificing and doing all these things you know uh but little do they know that being an artist is the exact same thing. Yes. You know, has there ever been a moment when you have thought about giving up on pursuing your musical endeavor? I'm telling you this right now, man, I'm so blessed to say that there's never been a moment that I felt like that. Um, and the reason why I say I'm blessed to say is because just my, I have so much love for music that I try to protect that. I try to protect music in my life as much as I can. So you've always thought you were going to be in music. Yeah, somehow, some way or another, you know, but mainly like I've I've worked in other aspects like marketing and, and, and help manage to a certain extent and done touring and all that stuff. But I just always like it, it just there's always a void that isn't filled when I'm not actually part of the creation process, you know, and and it's really about owning that, owning the fact that you you have this ability and you have this love and this passion and you're an artist, you know, like it's really about stepping up and saying, this is just who I am. Dude, that's it. You know what I mean? It's as simple and as that. Yeah. Because we try to dance, dance around that a lot, yeah, you know? Absolutely. So I tried to like keep those two things aligned so that it keeps me in perspective and it keeps what I do in perspective. What has been the most satisfying moment in your career this far? I made a, a song. I recorded, produced, wrote and recorded an entire song by myself you know like i made the song from scratch and completed it and put it out you know i, I work with a, a team of engineers i would do the mixing and mastering portion of it but to prep it all the way to that to that step was like huge for me it gave me kind of like a, a time stamp on the progression i've made as an artist you know so that's that's definitely a moment for sure if you could go back in time and give a younger version of you any advice about this musical journey, what would that be? Wow. What would I tell young Martin? I would tell myself to trust myself a lot more. Stick to your guns, you know? And uh and throw your, your clock away. Trust trust in your capabilities and, and in the passion that you have for this and the love you have for this. Trust in that and and keep your head down and focus on the work and everything else will come, you know. What words of advice do you have for somebody feeling inspired by you and your pursuit of music? Um, to to search for that authenticity within themselves. To really um to really dig and and get in tune with who you are as a person and navigate in that space. So that when you create, at the end of the day, you'll be 150% satisfied with the product, you know. You have been listening to On the Record with special guest M10 on episode 245. Tell us where we can find you on social media. 
I'm most active on Instagram. So if you follow at, at M10SJ, M-T-E-N-S-J, uh, that's why I'm keeping everybody updated with what I'm doing. And I'm connecting with, with most fans through there, too. And, you know, I just, like, I'm, I'm terrible at updating my social media, but Instagram is is the one for me, for sure. M10, thank you for being here in our studios. Before you leave us, put us on some game. What albums, songs, or artists are you listening to right now? To be honest, man, I'm hopping on the train. I've been bumping heavy, like, that I've thrown, that I vibe to, Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack. Thank you for listening to On The Record, episode 245. And if you are digging the episode and you have something to say, please let me know. I'm on Twitter at KidNinjalos. You can also comment here below. Thank you for listening to On The Record.